Welcome to The Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and so many theories. You can follow The Story Tinker right here on YouTube, as well as all podcast platforms. You can also follow The Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. If you like what you see, please like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 140 of Let's Play on The Story Tinker. And today we have Kayla and Christine. Hi, guys. Hello. Yep, so you guys can introduce yourselves however you would like. If you want to say anything about yourselves? Okay. I'm Kayla. I'm 32. I live in the Midwest. I'm a critical care nurse part-time and mom of seven. Hi, it's Christine again. I've been on here before, 33, literally 33. Uh, I live in the SoCal area, and I am a baker as a full-time job, and yeah, excited to talk about this chapter, this episode. We're all the same age. I'm 32, so we're all, <laughs> and as we discussed before, we're all the same age, and we're all in the Unfolded Laundry Club, so yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, if you're in the Unfolded Laundry Club, comment below. <laughs> if your background or room is currently filled with unfolded laundry and minus <laughs> all right so just i'll just read just like read quickly through the like the beginning starts off with the rehash of sam and charles where you know she smiles at him and he blushes and then she doesn't even see so and then we continue from there and kayla take it away All right, so this episode starts with a kind of panned out view of Sam's apartment, and then you see them in the hallway right outside, and Sam says, thank you for walking me to my door, Charles, and he says, you're welcome, Bunty. How are you feeling? She's looking down, kind of to the corner, blushing, anxious, sorry, you don't need to apologize, but why are you anxious? Because we're alone in front of my apartment, and I want both for you to not leave and for me to run into my home and hide. I know you said you wanted me to take the lead, but could you please instead or do it instead, please? <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly very impressed with Sam's ability to be honest, because for someone who's so shy, she really is telling him, you know, her deep feelings. And it's hard for people to be honest with someone that they like, you know, and yeah. to admit what they really want. So I'm impressed that Sam has the courage to do that, even though she expresses it in a pretty shy way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that she also asks again, she's like, please, can you do this? I'm I'm not ready to initiate this. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, it's it also is in some way, yeah, it's abdicating control, but it is assertiveness for her to ask that. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then she's like, I was hoping you could teach me about this stuff. I have so much, you have so much more experience than I do. And she's kind of like grabbing her stomach. And Charles replies, I am teaching you, Samara, just not in the way you were hoping for. Um, I think it's so true. Yeah. What do you guys think of the whole teaching dynamic? Do you feel like it's not an equal relationship? 
Or do you think that it's okay? Do you think that it eventually could become an equal relationship? Do you think that that's just the sort of relationship that they currently both want, that of like teacher mentor? What do you think of that whole dynamic? Mm. I don't know. I don't... Like... Oh, go ahead, Kayla. Sorry. I don't love it for them. I don't know what it is about it, but I don't know. It just feels so unnatural though at the beginning when they talked about this like let's things let's let this progress naturally as we'll see a little later in this episode but it feels so unnatural <laughs> mm-hmm. like I know with like when me and my fiance first started dating like it's a mutual like learning curve you know what I mean like I feel like that's that's how it is for like every relationship or how it should be it's like you both start learning like what each other wants or what each other doesn't like but for him to be like okay you tell me what you want and then I'll yeah it's a weird dynamic yeah I think that you know I myself like my husband was sexually experienced and I wasn't so in that sense yes there was I don't feel like I never felt it was like a teaching sort of thing but there definitely was that imbalance for about like five seconds you know or however long um but yeah, I'm also, I am a, I am a, I am a, you know, a shipper of the, like the Charles and Sam thing, because I personally like Charles and hit that kind of personality, but it does get me very uncomfortable. And like, we can see from what he says next, like he clearly likes her and is attracted to her, but it, it is like a little, there's a power dynamic there that, I don't know, you know, it, it might be something that they both like at this present stage of their development. Because sometimes we like things that other people might say, oh, I would never be able to have that kind of relationship or, you know, that's, you know, you could sometimes relationships are not what other people would prefer. You know, some people I think do like a little bit more of a, I don't, I don't want to call it, this is always paramount, but some people like that. So I don't know if that's going to be Sam and Charles forever, if theoretically they end up together, or if the idea is eventually they equal out what do you think like if they end up in a relationship together do you think that they will always have this dynamic or they'll become a little more equal I feel like given enough time they could definitely equalize a little bit but that could take depending on how Sam does with this like it could take a lot of time before that the current power imbalance equals out a bit more mm-hmm. We see that like Sam is starting to like get like assertive, so it could happen. But I mean, also take into account that like um, Charles has done like the kind of like sub dom thing with Ava, so I'm like, does that take into account? Does that play a factor? Which I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, I was wondering, I, I haven't gone back to review it because I remember some people discussing this and somebody mentioned, oh, that was only, he only did that because Ava wanted it. And I haven't gone back to reread the scene to see if it was, you know, only for Ava or it was something that they both wanted. But yeah, that's, I think, if it's something they both wanted, that could definitely feed into this kind of relationship that they have. I feel like if I remember correctly, it was, Charles was more doing it because that was what he was into and not necessarily what he was into he still dabbled true (laughs) 
I don't I don't see him like that with her at all though right he's really the opposite with with her and you know explicitly so where he wants her to take the lead because he doesn't want to overwhelm her so I think he probably was capable of doing it but I don't know yeah I don't know if that's his thing you know mm-hmm. at least I mean at least sexually but I do think interpersonally I mean personality wise there might be something to it that he likes to be the one that's more mature and in control control mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the question is is it only like that because of his trauma and like is his healed self you know really want like an egalitarian equal relationship and will he ever get there like will he ever be able to heal from his trauma and kind of be more relaxed and not need to be in control all the time we'll see yeah (laughs) all right so to continue charles asked sam who's still looking down uh do you remember what i told you last week when we discussed things at the start and she replies that you were a cantankerous old goat (laughs) and the look on charles face is priceless I'm like, give me Charles, like, making, like, those, like, deadpan faces, like, any day. I love it so much. That and, like, Chibi Charles, like, just give me that every single day. Oh, I love it. Like, oh, I wish I would have just said that. <laughs> Why did I say that about myself? <laughs> yes. And he replies with, yes, that is technically correct. But I also said that we should uh, just let things happen naturally. Trying to push yourself when you're not ready will only make it more difficult for you. Struggling isn't failing, Bunty. You should give yourself more credit. You have grown tremendously in the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I really like that he's affirming her right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's moments like this when we're, that makes that make us forgive like his flaws and make us under, you know, kind of not overlook, but it massages the the other parts of his personality that are more dominate, dominating, because you see, like, he clearly is supportive of her, like you said, affirming of her. So, I like yeah. that quote, struggling isn't failing. Yes. Amazing, yeah. I mean, it's a great lesson for anybody. I mm-hmm. think that, you know, we all look at, we only want to have successes in life, And we don't realize that we can't get anywhere without failing along the way. And that the struggle is the most, is the real part. So I think it's a wonderful message. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, She's finally comfortable enough to actually look up, you know, when he gets her those like affirming words, now she finally can face him. Yeah. Um. See, he says, and even though I'm more experienced, I too was once a clueless beginner. He's lifting his hand. You're already learning faster than I did. You've been tenting your brows all day. And he reaches out and he rubs her face. It's adorable. Yeah, I can tell you've been stressing over this. When I first when I first saw the panel, I like copied him. I was like, is this like some symbol that I don't know? It's like a street slang thing that I should know and I just don't. (laughs) <laughs> I thought he was like gonna do like air quotes and I'm like what are you air quoting <laughs> like yeah the posture of his hand is awkward but then when he actually reaches out to touch her it makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. <laughs> um so you've been tenting your brows all day I could tell you've been stressing over this you don't need to worry about any of this bunty whether you're ready or not there's no wrong answer 
and be more gentle with yourself. You're doing your best. And Sam sighs and relaxes into his rubbing and that's cute too. Oh, oh my gosh. This is perfect. I mean, this is like just Sam being, not Sam, Charles being just the perfect partner, you know, completely not rushing her, reassuring her, telling her it's all okay. I'm so impressed. I mean, this is, you know, for somebody who's been so scarred, the fact that he can talk to her like this just shows you what kind of person he was, I think, before his wife cheated on him. He must have been a really kind, sensitive guy. Yeah. And I think he still is, but this that trauma is really really warped the way that he sees what a partnership could be. Mm-hmm. That's really sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm so curious whether the story will end with Charles's like redemption and healing, or if it'll be like more of a tragedy where he, he never learns how to do that. Do you have your, do you have your speculation on how it will end in that sense? I hope, I hope Charles gets a redemption arc. I like him as a character. I don't love him with Sam. I'm not a Charles and Sam shipper. Yeah. Are you a, oh, well. a Marshall Charles shipper? Or no. Else? Okay. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm shipping Sam with her dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want Sam to be okay with herself at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, like, going back to, like, what Charles was saying, like, I was once, like, a clueless beginner. I was just, like, so did your wife like teach you all like teach you like some stuff because I because he, he married young right like yeah so I'm like what yeah so I'm like it's weird to think of like Charles's inexperience right and well I mean he says that she's learning faster than him so that mm-hmm. was like huh so Charles you were like a really shy little boy too you know mm-hmm I can see it. I can see Charles being shy in the past as a young person. Yeah. Which, which honestly would kind of explain the patience he has with her, because if he went through the same journey himself, going from being shy and insecure to being confident and in control, it would make sense that he's patient with her. I know like um, my daughter has traits that I don't have and I am, I'm not patient with her. Like she's afraid. I was never afraid and I don't understand it. I was like, why are you afraid of the dark? Why are you afraid to sleep by yourself? I just don't even understand it. But I'm not patient. I mean, I try to be, I try to work on it mentally, but emotionally, I don't get it at all. So it could be the fact that Charles is patient with her means that he totally understands that. Yeah. That's cool. Um... Let's see. She says, I don't want to disappoint you. And he replies with, you're the only one worried about that, Bunty. Keep your chin up. You haven't done anything wrong. (sighs) And then, (laughs) I don't think I've seen Sam without a blush since the beginning of season three. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Especially Um, around Charles. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, when you're ready, I'll be here. But then those chains are back. I think it means the chains are clinking and that they're like loosening. Not that they're tight. What do you think? I don't know. Because so the next panel is like this just linger and he's so close and she's trembling and then he turns away and the chains in the background look like they're moving. Oh, 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 I, I, I'm looking at it right now. It, so 
in the first one it looks like it's it's slack but then like on the very third one where charles like turns away it's tightened like they're they're being yeah yeah Yeah. oh dear (laughs) i just don't know what it means like are they slipping are they tightening is he like i just i think they were slipping and then like he it tightened back up again yeah like he chose to turn away Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, oh, you should have just kissed her. You cantankerous old goat. I know, right? I know. <laughs> it would not have been awkward or weird at all if he'd kissed her, like on the cheek or on the forehead or anything. They but he just like, turns away. Out. Or that. <laughs> they made out already. It's like, what? What? What's the problem with like a little pet? Like, you already yeah. went far enough. Like, yeah. We are all so frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> and he can't, he's like, I mean, you just see his, his body is rigid. His fists are clenched at his side. I mean, he's definitely exhibiting a lot of control over himself. Uh, has yeah. to turn away his head. He blushes. He, the art is really, really good at depicting his emotions. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand them. Like in this moment, a lot of times I get it, but in this moment, I'm like, what's the problem? This is her he likes her to himself, and that causes all sorts of issues with him. Hmm. Yeah, I want to have what do you think of Sam's reaction? She like looks up and then she kind of deflates. Do you think she's disappointed or relieved? Well, yes, yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think both because she even says like she's like we're here I want you to come inside but I also want to go inside and hide by myself so I think it's kind of a little bit of both oh yeah and that look she has after is like worried disappointed thoughtful it's like everything at once mm-hmm. yeah it's realistic I, I mean it's been a long time since I've had this kind of like romantic back and forth. But I remember those days when I was younger and I was like, oh my God, the rigmaroleing we would go through with our heads. Does he like me? Does he not? What should I do? What should I say? It was like torturous, man. So yeah, this just reminded me of that. <laughs> yeah. Back in those days. They don't work with the computer. Can you take the baby though? Or no, you eat first. Sorry, my husband just got home from work. Nurses hours. Well, I guess Christine, here's your part. Sure. So we get uh, a look at the city scene, and then we see Sam and Bowser on a walk. And then Sam notices that it's Marshall sitting on the grass. And she's like, Is that Marshall? What is he doing sitting in the park? And you see Marshall like taking a slow, deep breath. And then we see Sam walk up to him and he's like, Marshall, are you okay? And oh, Sam, yeah, I'm good. And I'm surprised that like Bowser isn't like already like her. <laughs> Marshall. Yeah, he's pretty neutral. He actually stays neutral the whole episode. I just realized that. He, Bowser stays neutral towards Marshall the whole time. Yeah, the I first noticed time. that. Yeah, this time. Oh, is that a sign? <laughs> We go from at least from hate to neutrality. <laughs> By the way, I have to say, like, I laughed internally when I saw um, Marshall's outfit because 
<laughs> I just had like um one of my friends is like also like a, a little bit a lot bit of a hippie and he also had this profile picture with that shirt that just like opens up and shows your whole shoulders and I'm like is that like a prerequisite to like doing meditation or like when I go to yoga also it's like it's a certain look it's like do you have to show your shoulders like is that the thing to show you're like you're part of you're in tune with nature <laughs> I know I took note of that too I was like that's an interesting outfit Marshall <laughs> I don't think you've worn something like that before anyway so um it has great shoulders though I will say I mean it does highlight those oh, yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. for sure uh so uh Marshall's like oh Sam yeah I'm good uh your friend Vicky has been teaching meditation I thought I'd try practicing in the park literally touching grass you know and Sam was like I had no idea you knew Vicky what did you meet a while back she invited me to her yoga class and she's like oh how's it going and was just like not good it's hard to reach inner peace when you got ants trying to crawl up your grundle speaking invasive nature I love how that's so realistic um yeah I mean I have a backyard and I often sit outside and reading and I've learned to make peace with it but there's like every five seconds there's bugs crawling across the book crawling off my lap crawling up my arms crawling up my legs I'm just like okay I'm I mean I'm honestly surprised that I've learned to like and still enjoy it but yeah it's it's a testament to the realities of difficulties of uh you know living in nature or trying to be at peace in nature yeah right now it's mosquitoes in the midwest (laughs) they're everywhere you guys want to see my arms but they are like horrible because I've been um cleaning out my garden for like hours and hours for the past couple of days and I don't know if I have poisonous plants plus mosquitoes they're like they look like a disaster zone like seriously I can't even show you they're horrible so oh no I wish I could say I love nature I do not like nature at all I hate I especially hate bugs bugs is like my number one thing like mm -mm. so like me sitting outside you will never find me sitting outside (laughs) in the grass no yeah my kids are outside all day we usually have a big vegetable garden in the summers we didn't this year but like nature is just kind of our thing out here (laughs) you get used to it if you live in the country i like the closest thing we have over here is like beaches but like i'm i i'm a california girl who doesn't like beaches i hate sand it gets everywhere and like just yeah i i yeah i know it is free Uh, the oxymoron that is me i yeah I can't deal. At least, do you enjoy the you know constant weather with no weather changes? Oh, it's like eighty. It's been like eighty plus degrees over here for like the past like week and a half. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> I yeah. I have like um. I have skin issues, so like the heat makes me sweat and it makes my skin irritated. So yeah, don't like the heat. <laughs> can't win over here. Oh no. Yeah, I mean. I live in you know New York, New Jersey, where it gets very hot and then very cold. So it gets hotter than 80 for sure and it gets freezing. Anywho, yeah. So <laughs> I guess we should get back to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did you guys look up the word grundle? 
because I didn't know what that meant, so I Googled it. I figured oh. it was like butthole. Is that what it, it Yeah, it's near that area. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> According to Urban Dictionary. I was like, what? Yeah. Grendel. Mm. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I know it was a real word. I thought he made it up. <laughs> no, it's yeah. a real word. It's a, yeah, it's a slang. A slang that I haven't heard in like a while, but I'm like, oh, Grundle. There's one I haven't heard. I've never heard it before. Oh. <laughs> All right. So um, Marshall's like, are you two enjoying your watch? And Sam's like, yeah, but we're heading back now. Cool. Is it, is it okay if I walk back with you? Yeah, no problem. Great, thanks. She looks so cute, smiling. <laughs> I love smiling, Marshall. Yeah, it's good to see him. He's like, he's so open. In many ways, he's so much the opposite of Charles. Charles is so uptight, and Marshall's just so out there. You know, he just says what's on his mind. He's like as hard as on his sleeve. So they're very much a foil. But it's also part of it, too. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's also right, the part of him that, like, pretends, right? That's the, mm-hmm. the not real part of him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You know. I never think it's not real. It's just, like, selective personality. I think that the cheery, bright mm-hmm. Marshall is him, but I think that it's not integrated. You know, if it's not your complete personality, it's only one part of your personality, and you don't show people the other side. I just think that's not being integrated. I don't think that he's, it's not like he's always depressed, right? I think that cheerful him is also him. I think that, you know, he has to learn to be integrated with all his parts. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And so they're walking back to the apartment and Sam was like, hey, Marshall, I wanted to ask, do you know anyone from um, uh, Indigenous that could uh, be a good business contact? He's like, not specifically, why do you ask? Uh, the company I work for wants to consult with them about their software, but we don't have a good contact there. And Marshall's like, oh, that sounds cool. I can check uh, my network and ask Dean and Colin if they know anyone. And Sam's like, thanks. I'm like, it's good to have friends that know people. Yeah. As I grow older, I realize it's all about knowing the right people, right? Mm-hmm. Networking. Networking. I just Friends. didn't. That was like the number one theme was like this MBA is all about networking. And having just given one of my MBA classmates an interview at my company, I'm like, yep, there it goes in action. <laughs> yeah. So Sam looks at Marshall and you see him just looking all like sad puppy. I'm like, <laughs> He's so cute, but he's so sad. Love him. <laughs> I know I love him. And sounds just like Marshall. You seem like something's troubling you. Are you okay? Is Monica okay? And he's like, I would assume so. I haven't talked to her lately. We broke up last week. And sounds just like what? I had no idea. You two seem so close. And we see, like, Marshall, like, not looking at her, being like, yeah, we're probably good. It's our job as influencers to show the public what we want them to see and what we show isn't always the truth. It's sad. It's sad that, like, um, 
Marshall has to like hide that side of him or like he feels like he can't share it with you know his audience yeah I wrote down in my notes I was like I wish that he could introduce himself as Ben with Sam like just kind of start to be himself I think she'd be a great first person to try to integrate his personalities together like Mindy was Mm -hmm. talking about He's like still way too early at this point because I don't even know if he thinks of himself as Ben anymore. I think he's still just like, I don't know. I I kind of assume he thinks of himself as Marshall and that Ben is like the old him. But yeah, I think definitely at some point he has to integrate it. Yeah. So I, I always wonder though, did you feel, in what sense was Monica not being real with him? Because I I don't know. I don't, I in a way I was like, I felt she was being very real. Yes, she had like a ton of physical, you know, enhancements, right? With the pink hair and the makeup. But I, I, didn't, I didn't feel that wasn't her. I just felt that she is a very dramatic personality. And, you know, a lot of people do that. I never, I felt that she always was very true to herself. So I was a little surprised when she did that whole, I'm taking off all my makeup thing because I never felt like she was hiding herself. So I don't know, what, but what do you think about that? I feel like she was just hiding behind like the I think like her glitz kitten or whatever her channel is called just so suddenly just became her and that's just who she was I feel like her personality wise like she was always just who she was but like she was always that face that that face on YouTube or YouTube whatever they call it yeah I feel like and so like she her makeup was like her armor Mm-hmm. like it was a huge part of how she presented herself to the world um so taking that off and being vulnerable physically like with her physical appearance was a big thing for her mm-hmm. but I feel like her so um yeah, I guess we'll just talk meanwhile. Yeah, yeah I don't, you know, I don't know. I think maybe, maybe we're missing a little bit of buildup because I, I got the impression that she always was this kind of over the top personality, but I didn't, I didn't know that she felt uncomfortable with herself. But, but I mean, I definitely think that it probably would be good for her to learn what she is underneath that. Sorry, Kayla. It's okay. <laughs> So sorry, yeah, you're yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, we, we got cut. We you froze for a while, so I don't know. You yeah, we're yeah. middle of saying something. So if you want to continue, I don't remember, <laughs> and I don't oh, know no. where you guys oh. went off to because my whole computer froze. Talking about Monica, so you were saying something about about her. Oh, like her um, her physical appearance was kind of like her armor. And how she presented herself to the world was a big thing. So taking that off was a big vulnerability for her. Whereas Marshall, it's like more his his outward personality versus his internal struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, I like it because I feel like it's a very realistic struggle um, for a lot of people, especially in this, <laughs> I'm going to sound old, but in this generation, you know, where people are so on social media. Um one of my friends is um, highly insecure about this and 
she's always talking about, oh, you know, these people on Instagram, they seem like they have these perfect lives. And my other friends were like, of course not. They just show you the nicest part of it. And I guess it's not hard for me because I, and I'm very open. Like I told you guys about like my massive pile of wonder here, right? I don't think that, I don't think anyone has a better life just because they post nice pictures. Like we just don't post the nasty parts of our lives, you know, or some people do, you know, some people are very honest online and, but, but a lot of people do struggle when they see the selective parts that people post online. They're like, oh, this person is always happy in the relationship. This person's house is always neat. This person always has enough money. This person is always calm. And I think that addressing this in the comic is really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So, uh, let's see. So Marshall continues with, problem was we were trying to do the same influencer thing to each other and we're not being our true selves uh we're going to try to be friends for a while then see where it leads us but it's like i feel like they haven't tried yet if they haven't talked in like a week they haven't tried to be friends yet i mean it's still fresh but yeah it's still fresh but i mean like they could at least be like oh hey like Good morning like, <laughs> yeah i was thinking the same i don't know if it's gonna work i don't know if this friend thing is gonna work i, I don't i mean i never had that situation myself because i didn't date because of my religion but um yeah like I've, I've it's notoriously impossible to be friends after being together so what do you think is going to happen with monica and marshall i just want them back together <laughs> I love them so much. I think they're really good for each other. Like, because Monica doesn't put up with, like, Marshall's, like, sometimes bullshit. Like, she's, you know, she's she's very blunt, so she tells it like it is. So, I don't know. They're really good for each other. I want them back together. I miss Monica. I can't wait for her to come back. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to manage the whole friends thing. Like, if they see each other at a... YouTube adventures where they've crossed paths because they're influencers like I don't think they're gonna be able to pull it off well Mm -hmm. do you think they'll get back together or do you think they will not I still have no idea what ships are going on where in this comic it has changed so much I don't know who I'm rooting for I just want everybody to be happy by themselves (laughs) everybody be healed yes exactly like everybody just needs some time to heal therapy sessions with vicky (laughs) yes yeah i mean i like the idea of them getting back together because i personally like the idea of couples being able to go through difficult times and still be together because i think that's super Mm -hmm. um especially like as someone who's been married you know who is married so I think it's important to understand that, you know, that's possible, but, um, but I don't know, you know, I don't, yeah, I also have no idea where the ships are going to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. Margie could just throw us a left curve and be like, we're like, what, what is where, why? Everybody can just be a friend Everybody can just be on friendships. Like, everybody be friends. <laughs> yes. 
I don't know where the romance is going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, I, I personally ship like Sam and Charles, but I, I do see the cracks in that ship. So I'm like, it, it's not, you know, it's not solid, but I, I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me I don't know I don't know what it is it hasn't from the beginning I remember making a comment on one of the webtoon episodes and just getting like torn apart because I was like I don't really like this it's really weird and everybody was like no it's perfect I'm like okay <laughs> no but like it's it's true like if you look at it from like a standpoint like just the fact that like Charles is like her boss that's already like mm. Mm -mm. right yep yeah and interesting enough I mean she technically she's the daughter of the CEO she doesn't wield that power mm -hmm. in the office but she technically has that power over Charles and she told daddy you know I don't want Charles around me you know where Charles is gonna be the next day packing up out of the office you know <laughs> mm -hmm. yep mm. we'll see but I, I, I like that, Carla. Everyone be friends. Everybody be friends. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Uh, okay. So going back, um, Sam was thinking like, oh, I shouldn't have asked. But that explains why he's been looking so upset lately. And then Marshall is like, is it okay if I ask you questions, Sam? She's like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> what happened to your neck? Are you okay? <laughs> and Sam was just like oh. dramatic gasp dramatic gasp and she's like oh I uh got bit uh by an animal <laughs> and, Mar and Marshall's just laughing and he's like an animal huh I hope he got all his shots <laughs> And he's like, maybe try a muzzle next time. <laughs> she's like, Marshall, please. And he's like, I'm not judging you, Sam. Get it, girl. And I'm like, ooh, supportive. I like it. Yes. And he did not believe her for a second. He totally was teasing her. He yeah, yeah. He knew. Her. Oh, yeah. But it's cute. You know, I from this from this interaction, I think that it also shows us that at this point, he doesn't have romantic intentions to her because he's just teasing her and he's not at all jealous or he doesn't get awkward. So I think that at least right now, he doesn't have any feelings for her. Yeah, I agree. I think at this point, they're just like good neighbors, good friends. Sam still does. Have, I think like, we're swinging oh. in the, I think we're going to swing towards the Marshall direction soon. Yeah, because yeah. karma's still a thing. The um, Car karma. The is that his name? The um, Link Marshall and Charles. They, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like he's still around. He made an appearance what the a couple episodes ago. So yeah, Zion. Mm -hmm. Zion. Do you think that that's a new character, or do you think it's one of them? Or someone else, maybe not. Maybe well, not. You know. I don't know. That's a big question mark. Do you want to go attend to your baby? 
I might need to. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. Yeah, so what do we think about Zion? I don't know. I kind of think I kind of think it's Marshall. Because he says he hasn't played the and he had in the past. So that's probably why I like the Shakespearean language. It's kind of like old and archaic. But I don't know. It would be like him to like use that Shakespearean True. language. <laughs> like I wouldn't put it past him. But like I don't know. Like I feel like it could be a new character, but like I feel like realistically I'm like to introduce a new character like kinda now is weird. I mean, I mean, Maggie could, but I, I don't know. We've established, you know, such like a set amount of characters that it's weird to introduce like somebody new now. I'm trying to remember because I remember listening to an interview with her and someone asked, oh, did you introduce all the characters? And she said, no, not at all. I have tons of them. Mm -hmm. don't know when the interview was from though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I wouldn't remember now because I've listened to a couple. Maybe it was the Q&A session, in which case we could look up the date. Anyway, I'm not necessarily going back to scroll through interviews to find it. So, but yeah, I think it's possible. It's someone new. I know. Mm -hmm. Do that, like, it, I don't think so, but because of that interview, I think, that, yeah. <laughs> so, anywho, right now we kind of pan back and we see someone looking through the bushes and we see a camera click 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 and we saw this camera before and it was when Marshall was with his friends at the cafe like right after he was telling them that he broke up with Ma with um um what's her name? Monica. Monica. Yeah. yeah Monica sorry and so this seems like it's someone who's stalking Marshall. Like based on the stuff that happens afterwards, some people might think it's her dad, but I don't think so. I think it's, um, I think it's the person who's stalking Marshall, which would make sense because he's a famous YouTuber and doesn't bode well. Like, are they going to end up in, you know, some trash magazine? Is Charles going to get offended? Is he going to be like, we discussed, I think last episode that, you know, maybe her, him thinking that she's getting close to Marshall We'll get Charles scared off and then I'm run away to that job in England. Maybe this is going to be the catalyst. Yeah. I'm just like, who is it? Yeah. I'm like, why? I know yeah. that Marshall's a big influencer, but, but why? Mm -hmm. I always feel bad. Like I try not to read celebrity articles. Every so often I click on one and I'm like, oh no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. You're just participating in the culture that, you know, invades their privacy and it's like drives them crazy. I try not to, to click on those articles because I feel like it's disrespectful to the people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, but. <laughs> so anyway, now we go on to um, paradise, right? We have the palm trees, we have the beautiful tent. And Mr. Young is in front of the curtains. And Mrs. Young, Sam's mom, is like, sorry, handsome. I should only be a few minutes more. She's getting ready. And he jumps and he's like, he clearly thinks she looks gorgeous. And he's like, take your time, honey. I would never rush for fashion. So <laughs> sweet. Yeah, he is. He is sweet and very cheesy, but it's okay. And she just gives this like sexy little smile, like in total, in total control, knowing her sexual power. She is very much the opposite of Sam in that, you know, she is completely aware of her 
feminine beauty. <laughs> so it's a, it's again, like a very much a foil, right? You know, she yeah. is very confident. Sam is very insecure. She is completely in control of her sexuality. Sam is not, but you know, one day Sam could end up like her. Mm-hmm. And at this moment, Mr. Young turns around, he gets a phone call and picks it up. He's like, guess what is it? And then somebody, we don't know who, says something. And he's like, what do you mean she didn't take the bus? Does she not get to work? Someone says, it's like, I see. Keep me informed. And he's seething. Mystery. Up with you. I, I think you're trying to do best for your daughter, but get away from her let her breathe what is wrong with you oh my that god as grown as adult thank you she's like what how old is she again 22 23 like i don't remember but she's like like leave her alone oh my god you have someone yeah. her to see she took the freaking bus like, I can't even it's like you don't do that to your son like why are you doing it just because like you know she was frail as a kid and like now like you're terrified of like what could happen you're always gonna you're always gonna wonder it's like you just gotta let the bird fly out of the nest just let her be (laughs) aggravating um I'm a very independent person, and his behavior ticked me off from the start. And like everyone's like, "Oh, he's so cute." I'm like, "He's not cute. He's stifling." <laughs> like I get that it comes from a place of concern. Like it's mm-hmm. better than from a place of entire. <laughs> but I was so mad. Oh my god, that's young. <laughs> and Sam's so like, it's not even like stifling. It's like smothering, smothering at this point. Yeah. Oh, it's a does, lot. Does, does Mrs. Young know about this? Like, she's busy getting ready. Like, what would I bet if she heard this, she'd be like, "Stop this, this instant," you know? But like, I don't know if he like kind of hides it from his wife because he knows that she wouldn't let him. He's clearly hiding it. When she says something, he jumps when she's there because he, he's waiting for that phone call. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think You're she right. has no oh, idea. Gosh, because he's standing there, he's looking out the window, he's being all shifty, and then he jumps. Oh, oh. He's waiting for the yeah. phone call. Didn't want her to know about it. She has no clue, and he's being insane. And also, who is telling him? Who is calling Mr. Young? Right. Is it like a random person, or is it someone we know? <laughs> I have a, I have a suspicion. I, I don't know why. I think it's Lucy. Okay. Because, like, we know that she's nosy, and we know her to be nosy. Wise, like, oh yeah, like uh, I didn't take the bus this morning. Like they were probably like talking to just mention happened to mention like, oh I didn't take the bus. Yeah. And at least it could have been like, Mr. Young. True. Sounds like a 
someone who is maybe like actually stalking her, but yeah, we'll find out. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, because I'm like, the only two other people that we know in the office are uh, Umed and Lucy. So and Jacob also, but yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, Umed definitely doesn't seem like the type. <laughs> no. Unless like somehow her brother Jay is like somehow keeping tabs on her too, but like I don't, I don't find definitely that realistic. <laughs> yeah, he hired a PI. Oh, God. Honestly, <laughs> wouldn't put it past him. He probably did. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. Marshall has a stalker. Sam has a stalker. Dad, would you rather have? Would you rather have Marshall's dad or Sam's dad? Ooh, I already kind of had uh, Marshall's dad, so. Oh. <laughs> You go for Sam's dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to choose. <laughs> Ugh. Well, we'll see you next episode. I don't know if we're gonna find out right away, but at some point we'll find out who these two stalkers are. Uh, probably not till like Mr. Young comes back and like Sam's like. You've been keeping tabs on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope she finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope she finally confronts her dad because mm-hmm. she hasn't even told him she doesn't want to be CEO. I think that you know she she's very much due for a round of like, leave me alone, dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I want her mom there to support her. Be like, yeah, leave her alone. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode and we will move on to the bonus question. Okay. Thank you so much to my current patrons. Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, one and only Taco, Elizabeth, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Saucy, Tuggles, Big, and Rose, Priya, Alexa, Misty, Laura, Joanne, Patty, Jen, and Milda, Shannon, Esther, I'm watching you tours, Poppy Seed, Marie, Jen, and Emily, Jean. Your support is truly appreciated.